Hey, uh, thanks for listening to the Nick and Big J podcast. We appreciate it. And you know what? It's brought to you by The Advocates. If you've been in an accident, well, call The Advocates. 208-471-4444. Straight from your waking nightmare, it's the Morning After podcast with Nick and Big J. Presented by Treasure Valley Subaru, the Idaho Center's premier pre-owned superstore. With a large selection of cars, SUVs, crossovers, and trucks, and payments as low as $250 a month, Rob and his crew have exactly what you need. And with one of Idaho's largest Subaru service centers, Rob and his crew have got you taken care of with express oil changes in under 45 minutes guaranteed, or it's free. And now, Nick and Big J. Well, morning glory and hallelujah, everybody. It is the morning after with Nick and Big J. Welcome, welcome to Thursday, 5th day of January 2023. My name is Nick. There's Big J right over there. Hey, We are ready to go for your Thursday, which will include an opportunity for you to get a nerd alert courtesy of Radio's Big J. So he'll get you updated on all the technology, probably some of the cool stuff happening at CES as well. Uh, that's in Las yeah. Vegas, right? Yes, sir. All right. So uh, does it always happen the same week as the porn stuff? I, that I cannot tell you. He because, would be the expert on that. Uh, I did go to Vegas one week during the AVN things, and CES was also going on. And I always, and it's happening again this year where they're coinciding. And I'm like, I wonder if that's a thing. Like you know, you know, a nerd and his and money, porn yeah, stars? soon yeah. will part. Sure. And so why not, right? Seems like it's a smart play by <laughs> at least the AVN industry. Uh, but we'll talk about that, not necessarily the porn stuff today. We also have an opportunity for you to go to some concerts that are coming up, including, hey, Anthrax, Black Label Society, Exodus, going to be at the Rev Center coming up on the 17th. we got a chance for you to go get some tickets to that show over the course of the program this morning. So it should be a good Thursday. That's the idea anyway. We'll start with some music, some Green Day. Kicking things off here on the morning after with Nick and Big J on the X-Rocks. <laughs> Yesterday was the day, risk takers. That was the day the Idaho Lottery announced the winning numbers for their 2022 edition of the $1 million raffle that they do every single year. And the winning numbers for the $1 million grand prize is 180289. That is the 16th time they put together the $1 million raffle. Tickets sold out uh, after just 23 days, which is a record for the quickest sellout for the $1 million raffle. In addition, two other ticket holders will receive a $10,000 prize. Those numbers were 044635 and 132683. And then, of course, there's 100 prizes of $100, 250 prizes of $75, 900 prizes of $50, and then 13,750 prizes of $15. So lots of money being doled out with this million-dollar raffle. Did you? $15. Hey, congratulations, man. One of those 13,000 people. How much were tickets? Uh, I think there were 10 bucks. Okay, so you got your money back. Plus one. Not yeah. bad. Not bad. Well, plus five. Yeah, return investment of uh, 150%. That's not too bad. Uh, much better than your crypto wallet, yes? Yeah. So congratulations, sir. What are you going to do with it? Save it for next year? Put it towards the uh, the Mega Millions. <laughs> That's right. We're going to talk about that a little bit later on today as well. But if you need it, check the Idaho Lottery website uh, to confirm or deny that you are one of the money winners like Big J was this year. Good news around Bill's safety. Tamar Hamlin, he remains in critical condition, but according to multiple sources, he is showing some signs of improvement, according to a statement from the team. Of course, uh, this all went down on Monday night. He collapsed during the game against the Bengals. Concerned fans have 
up the amount of donations to his charity to over $6 million at this point, which is pretty awesome, but we're hoping for some additional news that maybe he's okay, i.e. breathing on his own and that kind of stuff, but we are, we'll take any good news as good news at this point. Yeah. Agree disagree. yeah, absolutely. As teams are getting ready for the final weekend of the NFL regular season, you can tell the teams that are trying to push all their uh, chips into the middle of the pot for uh, draft picks, and those include the Washington Commanders, as they are going to start rookie quarterback Sam Howell over Carson Wentz and Taylor Heineke, and that's going to happen against the Cowboys. The Bears also giving up, although they've done that long before this Week 18. But Nathan Peterman, uh, Peterman, one of the worst quarterback stat lines in the history of the game when he suited up a game for the Buffalo Bills several years ago, he'll be the starting quarterback for the Chicago Bears against the Minnesota Vikings this week as Justin Fields apparently has a hip injury, but uh, probably just want to save him for next year considering yeah. he all he does is run for his life when he's on the field. So that makes sense. Uh, Big J, it appears that uh, that the people that were involved in Guardians of the Galaxy are really happy that it's going away. Uh, Zoe Solania is very happy she doesn't have to be in the Marvel movies anymore, and now you can add Dave Bautista yeah, to that A bunch of whiners. Uh, he says he is glad his time playing Drax the Destroyer is coming to an end. He was in a GQ profile and said, listen, I love Drax. I'm grateful for what he's done for me, but there is a little relief that it's over. Uh, the makeup experience wasn't exactly uh, pleasant. It was hard playing the role, and it was just beating him down, and he doesn't want Drax to be his legacy. He thinks it's a more of a silly character, and he wants to be known for his dramatic stuff. And that's important to Dave Bautista, the acting of it all. And he doesn't think he can do a whole lot of it as Drax the Destroyer. So he doesn't like doing it. I can understand the makeup being a beatdown for both oh, Zoe yeah. Solana yeah, and for, sure. for, uh, for you know, as all practical effects, as all makeup. The, the Lots of Marvel people have complained about how much time they have to spend in the makeup chair. Matter of fact, that's why Red Skull has not come back and they've had to get a different Red Skull. He's like, I'm not going through that makeup again. You guys lied to me in the first place when you told me how much makeup it was going to be and I don't want to do it anymore. So uh, there's that. It tends to piss people off, apparently. And Dave Batista wants to leave the character behind. So there you have it. Morning After with Nick and Big J. There's your first round of important stuff. That is Blink-182. That is called edging here on the Morning After with Nick and Big J. It's January the 5th, Big J. You had a ton of Christmas decorations up at the Big J abode. Are they officially down now? No. Everything is still up. Yeah, well, I mean, the tree's down. The tree is down. And so gone. How about the other interior decorations? Nope, it's still up. Okay, so that's so why the tree and nothing else goes away? Because uh, the tree was a, a real tree and it was died, so <laughs> it needed to be gone. Okay, but you wanted to keep... Well, I'm sure you weren't involved in the decision. They, they wanted to keep the other Christmas decorations up to make everybody feeling good? No, we just haven't done it yet. Oh, I see. It's just a, it's just a matter of getting the job done. Yeah. Uh, is there a usual time, like a uh, time frame that you do that? Um, no, not really. I mean, it's varied. I past. say that because uh, I, I did it on the 27th. I took everything down on the 27th. But there are still some places in my neighborhood that have the uh, the lights up. And I'm not sure if there's any, like, rule in your house, like they have to be down by, because there certainly is no rule about when they have to be up by. They That seems to go further and further back every single year. Whereas now they're up in November, right? 
I don't know, you keeping track of our stuff? Jeez, well, I'm we not were, even keeping track of it. We talked about it, and so it was just one of those deals where I was wondering if if you get tired of having the Christmas stuff up and want it down Listen, as quickly as possible. the stuff is up on, like, near the ceiling, so I can't even, I don't even see it. No, I, I figured you weren't involved in that process either, but the lights on the house on the outside still up? Yeah, well, you know, they stopped working, which sucked and couldn't figure out <laughs> what the hell the problem was, so yeah, they need to come down too. Is the Clark Griswold still outside? No. Okay, so that's been taken inside. There are some decorations that have been moved. I say this because, uh, did you know, Big J, that according to the song, they were supposed to set it up as today being the 12th day of Christmas. Do you understand? Oh, okay. It's 12 days after the holiday, and so usually that is when everybody gets the green light to really go into removing their Christmas stuff if they haven't already. They're allowed to keep it up until January 5th, which apparently is the 12th day of Christmas, and then things are supposed to be... Uh, taken down, at least according to uh, annual tradition. You're allowed 12 days post-Christmas in order to have that stuff up, and then it all goes down. But, just like putting up decorations for the holiday, there are no hard and fast rules. I mean, uh, as Big J mentioned, probably best to take down your tree if it's a live tree, if it's dying. Uh, then it turns into less of a Christmas tree, more of a fire hazard. And none of that is any kind of fun. But if you're the last in your neighborhood to take down the lights, that's okay. If the decorations are in your house to keep you happy, hey, keep them up. Why yeah, the rush? I see lots of lights still up around uh, yeah. neighborhoods. So. And if it's making you happy and you are doing it, who cares? I mean, it doesn't bother me that uh, that other people have stuff up. Uh, I just took it down because I was cleaning at the time, and it was like I, I can do this all in one swoop as opposed to you know spreading it out yeah. over several days. I just decided to take it all down once we were done with the uh, Christmas side of things and the, the birthday side of things. But to each their own, the point is today is the 12th day of Christmas, so now it apparently is considered to be just fine whenever you want to take down your decorations unless you've done it early already. Morning After with Nick and Big J. We're going to go Nerd Alert style coming up here in a few. It's next on the X Rocks. In gaming, Big J's Nerd Alert on 100.3 The X Rocks. And with the Consumer Electronics Show uh, 23 happening in Vegas right now, a lot of uh, news coming out on different things. And uh, PlayStation had a little uh, get together there, and uh, Jim Ryan uh, there for PlayStation announced that they've passed 30 30 million units sold on the PlayStation 5, which is incredible when you think about how hard it's been to get one. Yeah. He also stated the PS5 shortage is essentially over saying everyone who wants a PS5 should have a much easier time finding one at retailers globally starting from this point forward. Now, the last official update we had on PS5 sales numbers was back in November, and Sony revealed that they had sold uh, over 25 million units sold. So I uh, will have to put that to the test, see if you can go out and buy yourself a PlayStation 5, baby. Uh, Yeah, I mean, I have one, so I don't need another. I I was talking to our... uh, our folks that are listening. Oh, the collective yeah. people. All right, good yeah. luck. Yeah, good yes. luck on the hunt. Good luck. Uh, <clears throat> and this is bad news. If you're a Madden fan, if you've been playing Madden here recently, huh. EA, EA's Madden NFL series has once again seen another nasty round of franchise errors. This time, some players who logged into Madden 23 over the holidays experienced an issue related to data storage that corrupted their files, causing irreparable damage to some. Now, according to EA, the issues began on December 28th and continuing in uh, early into the next day on December 29th, uh, 
Players trying to log into Madden Franchise Server found that uh, this time experienced a data shortage error, noting leagues were unavailable, subsequently corrupting their online franchise, connected franchise mode leagues, and face of the franchise files. So EA says its Madden teams are attempting to restore those files, but they estimate 60% are unrecoverable. So some players have permanently lost their saves. The publisher expects to have a timeline by sometime next week explaining the potential restoration of save files from a backup. Yeah, the franchise element of Madden is so broken and has been for such a long time that when they try to make any changes to it, they just make it worse. And it's not, it's not, it's not a good game. I got to stop wasting my money on it. Yeah, why? Well, it's easy to stop. Uh, well, I I, here's the thing. I have stopped, but the last two years, the friend sitting across from me has bought it as my birthday present. And so uh, I did this part- year. Yeah, yeah, you did this year. Yeah, I bought you Madden. Oh no, 23? that's not true. You did not buy it you this year. You bought, it, you bought it last year. For I you. know what I buy. Uh, but uh, yes, no, this year you did not. But I, it was a birthday present for me this year, and therefore I I got to stop spending my money on it because it's not a good game. Oh, you bought other stuff with it, huh? Uh, what? Well, you didn't have to pay for it. Yeah, but I, but what I'm saying is, like, when I get it as a gift, I feel obligated to play it, <laughs> and then I hate play it, and it drives me crazy. Uh, sometimes hate playing is fun. Yeah. All right, so Apple, uh, you know, one of the things about that makes Apple so popular is the Find My App alerts. Uh, so if you lose stuff, you know, I've, I've actually, uh, on my wallet, Nick, I've got an Apple AirTag that, uh, so that, uh, you know, I can find my wallet if I lose it. Those sort of things come in handy. Uh, but this is going, again, too far. So there's a company called Ember, and they made it, they make a heated travel mug, Nick. Now, they've just come out with a new version dubbed the Travel Mug 2 Plus, and it's on the way this spring and inside the updated firmware, and enables the cup to show up inside Apple's app. So if you lose your mug, your super expensive mug that warms itself and has a speaker. So if you lose it, you can make it play a sound like you would for lost AirPods. All right. Well, there you go. I mean, I imagine this will be on everything soon. Cars, etc. Yeah, so. but I'm just, okay, it's a mug. Well, how much are you paying for this mug? I uh, $199. Yeah. Well, there's your first problem. There's no mug that's worth that, number one. And if you're who, going to buy it, you're probably going to have the expensive crap s- that goes along with it. Who needs a smart mug? Uh, that's the thing. I'm like, listen, I get headphones being 200 bucks. Uh-huh. I mean, but a mug? And it's got to play music? And it's got to heat itself? I mean, come on, man. I don't know. I don't know. The the I don't understand the the everything having a Bluetooth speaker side of stuff. That's something I'll never get. But that's mm-hmm. somebody who enjoys my music in headphones fashion. So I'm a different breed when it comes to that kind of stuff. But it appears everything has a Bluetooth speaker, and ninety uh, percent of that stuff doesn't need one at all. Yeah, no, no, it doesn't. There's your nerd uh, alert. Thank you very much, Radio's Big J. Morning after with Nick and Big J coming up. Some important stuff. Plus, we got to go to hell. <laughs> On the morning after with Nick and Big J. Are you looking to eat healthy in the year 2023? Then you know what you need to do? Turn your damn music down, Big J. Huh? University of South Florida study has found that if you listen to your music loud, loudly, that's associated with unhealthy food choices, my friend. The study examined participants in a cafe playing low or no music in the settling resulted in healthier foods being chosen. While they had louder music in the cafe, then a 20% increase of unhealthy food selection was done in this particular cafe, and they did it upon multiple days for over a month, and they found the same thing no matter what. Didn't matter what kind of music it was. If it was louder, you're more likely to choose something that's unhealthy for you. 
Why is that, Big J? Well, according to the study, high-volume music enhances your excitement, which research has shown to lead to unhealthy choices, food, and otherwise. So to stay on track, try listening to your favorite songs just on a lower volume, Big J. Keep it reasonable, bro. Damn, who knew? University of South Florida, apparently. As they put pen to paper and wrote it down for you. So, think about it, won't you, next time? If you're a too large... I mean, think about it. Where are the places that you eat that's super loud? Usually chain restaurants or bars. You're yeah. not making the best healthy choices when you're sitting down Getting there. Usually. In the <laughs> atmosphere. Yeah, next thing you know, the adrenaline's pumping and you're ordering mott sticks for the table. Look out. Third baseman Raphael Devers is finalizing a deal to stick along with the Red Sox for an 11-year, $331 million contract extension. That's the biggest deal ever for a third baseman. He would have been a free agent this year. They appeared to agree on a one-year and $17 million arbitration deal, but now this long-term contract would make him very happy, and the Red Sox uh, very happy to have him stick around as well. The Commanders are going to send Sam Howell out there. The rookie quarterback is going to take the field instead of Taylor Heineke or Carson Wentz after the Redskins, of course, were, were eliminated from the playoffs, unbeknownst to their head coach, apparently, after their loss last week. So now they've got nothing to play for but a higher draft pick, so they might as well see what they got with the rookie Sam Howell they grabbed in the fifth round. The more details that are released about the Jeremy Renner incident, the uglier they get. Uh, according to the 911 call log that was released yesterday, Jeremy Renner was, was quote, completely crushed after a snowplow ran him over earlier this week, which is never a good thing to be described as. According to the emergency log, Renner could be heard moaning in the background of the call. Oh, he was experiencing heavy bleeding from the back of his head. The log also notes that after the Hawkeye star was run over by the snowcat, his chest collapsed and his entire upper torso was crushed as well. Oh, my Jeez, God. God almighty. How the hell did he live? Because he's Hawkeye, dude. I guess so. In the lead-up to the accident, of course, we've talked about it. He was removing snow from his driveway. He was also helping out members of his family so that they could leave. And then he was clearing snow from a neighbor's driveway and helping a stranded motorist. So, thank goodness he was airlifted to intensive care at a Nevada hospital. He's still there, but he's had to undergo at least two surgeries thus far with maybe more to come. So, he's got a long and, road to get out of there. He's doing pretty good. He just posted uh, another video on his Twitter uh, of a, yesterday, or maybe it was today, getting a spa day. His mom and his sister was giving him a scalp massage. Oh, that's nice. So, is that what they do at spas? Morning after with your mom and your sister give you massages. I don't know if I like that. Morning after with Nick and it's Big J. What you just said. <laughs> well, I mean, that's so many what ways. You said. How about we check out the TDS Fiber Traffic Center this morning? <laughs> After with Nick and Big J on 100.3, the X rocks. And this is once again a we're going to hell story that hopefully we can garner some sort of lesson from. Although it is one that you probably should have er learned at a fairly young age. Um, whereas, you know, you're taught probabilities fairly uh, young where, you know, how, how is the situation going to play out? If you decide to do something, what are the odds that that end product is going to be something that's good? And what are the the odds that end product is going to be something that's bad? And I'm not sure when it's taught to you. I don't remember it being a specific lesson, but I do remember being a very young child and being told, hey, listen, you know, you're playing outside, you're having fun, but, you know, climbing electrical posts, not exactly the smartest thing to do. You know, sometimes yeah. they have like the little foot things there that you can get up on or they did back in the day. I don't think they do anymore. But it was just like, it was a lesson that was like, hey, listen, you don't go climbing on power lines because usually something bad is going to happen. 
There's not a lot of good that can come from climbing power lines, I'll put it that way. And the, the likelihood of it going south is pretty high. And as we go to Pennsylvania for today's We're Going to Hell story, we're going to find out exactly why. As hunters were in a pretty remote area doing things, doing some hunting, when they heard some really loud screams. And that's never a good sign. You understand, Big J? Yeah. So they started moving towards the screams, and they saw a man who was dangling from the ta- a water, basically a power line, with a harness that he had tied himself to. So they call police because they're not going to go up there and get the dangling dude. Who knows what's going on? Officers arrived to find a dangling man from a power line tower with severe shock and burns to his entire body. And he said, hey, listen, yeah, I was climbing up here. I was hunting. I was looking for some deer. And next thing you know, trying to get a high vantage point, I'm all shocked and burned and stuff. And they're like, my God, that's not a good idea. You shouldn't be doing this stuff. However, when they started looking around, they also noticed that there were a lot of tools and some cut copper wire around the actual gentleman indicating that, you know what, you weren't up here looking for deer. You were trying to steal copper wire from a power line. And ultimately what happened was he accidentally cut into a live wire. And guess what happens when you do that, Big J? Electrocuted. Yeah, severe they just sh- left him up there. shock and burns to your body. Well, it's kind of part of the gig, Big J. Uh, it's not a Judge Dredd situation just yet. Where you dole out justice I mean, as you were called. But that's called. Uh, that's definitive proof that you've tried to do something illegal. True. Is stealing copper wire should be that be the death penalty, Big J? Is that what you're telling me? <laughs> no, but I mean it's the end result of your stupidity. <laughs> I so. see. Okay. The cops did, uh, unlike uh, Big J, help the gentleman down. They did also place him under arrest for felony attempted theft. <laughs> As well maybe. as possession of an instrument of crime and criminal mischief as well. Maybe just, you know, yell up there, hey, think about what you've done, yeah. and then walk away and, and hear him beg it, and plead in pain. It very much is one of those deals where you have to understand what you're getting into. I mean, climbing a, a power line tower, probably one of the dumbest things you can do, period. And yeah, just ask a lineman. At least he was harnessed. So, I mean, that's the one thing that probably saved his life, whatever kind of weird harness that he had hooked himself up to, which he was dangling from. Otherwise, when he got shocked, he would have fallen from that tower, and then it would have yeah. been game, set, match. And you would have gotten the justice you wanted, Big J. But, unfortunately, he is going to jail. I am the law! In the meantime, do not climb power towers, everybody. Morning After with Nick and Big J. There's your We're Going to Hell story. It is the x Rocks. <laughs> STP Big Empty here on the morning after with Nick and Big J. We already referenced it earlier this morning, so I know Big J's answer to this question, but how would you like to start 2023 with close to a billion dollars, Big J? Nah, nah. No, I am sorry. I thought you were interested. Two billion. But now, oh, I see. It's two or you're not rolling on to No, that would be a good way to start uh, the year. (laughs) Well, there was no winner in Tuesday's drawing, which means the Mega Millions that Big J referenced earlier this morning that's happening on Friday. Top prize is about $940 million, which isn't quite a billion dollars, but it's damn close. Three million people won various prizes during uh, Tuesday's drawing, anywhere from two to four million dollars, but... Uh, it's not quite at the largest Mega Millions ever. That was back in 2018. Do you remember when it was $1.537 billion? Damn. 
Uh, of course, there's been 20 years of Mega Millions in the United States, and there's only been two larger jackpots than the one that's happening on Friday, including 2018's record that got somebody a whole lot of money. So I know you're in on the Mega Millions on Friday, Big J. How about some tips to the not-so-regular players? Do you recommend that they play their own numbers, or do you let the computer do the work? How would I know? Well, it, C- certainly it hasn't worked what I've been doing. You won, You told me you just won money in the lottery thing. Yeah, but that's uh, that's different. I mean, you can't pick that, and that's a smaller pool of... That's very true. But still, a win's so, a win, Big J. Yeah, yeah, win's a win. I just do quick pick. I okay, so that means fancy. the computer does the numbers yeah. for you, right? And then do you have a number of tickets that you usually buy, or are you, as a family, buying a bunch of tickets? Well, we'll probably, you know, on the daily, stop by and buy one. So probably four or five for okay. the week. Throughout the week, you'll have four. Now there, I think there's three draws, or there's two or three draws for the Mega Millions. Well, there's so. definitely Tuesday, definitely Friday. I don't know if there's yeah. anything in between. But, yeah, there's uh, there's at least a couple a week that you can get from and cash it in. And I imagine you've already started spending this money. Am I right? No. Oh, no, you're, no, you're, no. you're out of that fantasy at this point? I mean, oh, uh, well, I thought you meant really spending. As opposed to... Well, fake spending, like thinking about what you're going to do with it, is different than actually spending money. Yes, no, that is that is very true because you haven't won it yet. Yeah. So you can't spend money that you do not have. Well, no, people who have problems can do that. Well, I don't... I, God, they, I, they should teach me their ways because I have yet to find a thing that I can spend money on with money I don't have. But it is impressive if you can pull that off. But if you want it, uh, you can go and get it. The drawing is tomorrow night, and of course, it'll probably be north of the 940 million that it's set at right now because that uh, that jackpot increases with the amount of tickets that are purchased. So I'm not sure we'll get to a billion dollars on Friday, but you'll be pretty close. Yeah, and keep keep an eye on your ticket, by the way, because you know I think there's still like a million dollar ticket or something floating around from a couple mega million jackpots a ways back. So usually they do pinpoint the area, so that helps. But yes, I mean if you if you it's one of those deals where you may not win the grand prize, but don't just chuck your ticket away because there's a lot of smaller prizes yeah. that you could pull off, and nobody's gonna sneeze at two to four million dollars that could be thrown your way as well. I mean, of course, it's not the jackpot what you want, but uh, what are you gonna say no to four million, Big J? No, exactly, not going to. Morning after with Nick and Big J coming up in a few short minutes. Some important stuff plus your pop culture smackdown. <laughs> On the morning after with Nick and Big J. Big J, the European Union put up a big gigantic middle finger to Meta, the company that owns Facebook and Instagram when it comes to customer privacy. They just made a decision that will have a profound impact on how Meta has to do his business, at least over in Europe and pretty much every other social media site. The regulators for most of Europe has ordered Meta to stop requiring users to allow it to collect data on their use of the internet as a condition of using the site. As we all know, when you jump onto Facebook or Instagram because it's free, you collect a I agree to the terms of use and service of this particular site, which essentially gives Meta the option to listen to, keep track of, and follow every click and thing that you do, which is why the advertising algorithm is personalized to you, Big J. That's how Meta makes their money, by being able to say, hey, we know specific habits of our users. If you have a product, we can let you help them reach them, and they will, unbeknownst to them, be interested because we know what they like and what they don't like. And we all say, yes, let's do it. And that's why when you talk about something weird like Swedish fish, all of a sudden there's Swedish fish advertisements in your Instagram. Uh, It's the way that the algorithm works. It's how Meta makes their money, but they make it by 
following us around on the internet and listening to what we say and all that kind of stuff on our phones. And the European Union has said, you can't do that anymore. Uh, you have to actually make sure that that is no longer a part of your service terms that people check off in order to post yeah. on the How site. How dare people actually approve of this happening to them? The decision will force Facebook to, uh, at least in Europe, stop listening to or following around the users uh, that sign up for Facebook or Instagram. Do not expect that to happen in the United States, of course, BJ. But uh, they yeah, are taking the privacy of freedom here. Damn it! <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, but we, we there are the same people that that do not that love that freedom do not like their privacy uh, kind of taken advantage. No, they advantage clearly of. do because they continue to give it up. Listen, you don't have that privacy if you're messing around in your phone constantly. It's just the way it is. Yeah, but you know it's that people don't understand me, that. But they, how can they not? Because they're dumb. They're willfully doing this stuff and thinking that everything they should do should be their own business, but. That's just not the way technology works. It never has. And they don't understand that. But also, you have things like this happening where people are like, well, we have to protect them from themselves because they'll click yes and accept on anything without reading the actual terms and conditions and that and understand what they're actually signing up for. And so there are some times that they need to be you know, protected from themselves. It all depends on whether or not you care or want your Amazon speaker or your phone to be listening to you or monitoring you at all times. You would think that you know by now that that's happening, but there I think I really do believe there are lots of people out there that have no idea their phone is constantly listening to them. I saw I was uh, I was scrolling through Facebook yesterday and my cousin had posted this thing. He's like, "Oh, the algorithm, blah blah, copy and paste this if you don't want to see ads." And I'm <laughs> right. like, it's "So dumb." Right. And I almost wanted to troll him and be like, "Listen, you know what? I love these ads. Please keep giving me more ads on his on his page to just to screw it all up." Yeah, you love and doing I, that. I, yeah, I just wish though that I could just flip through constant advertisements of stuff that I would love to buy. Well, you're getting there. You're getting I know. There. That's probably a new social media I, site. I'm trying AdWeb. to get rid of, of people's actual thoughts and what they're trying to do. I would rather see more ads and things that I'm interested Big in. Big J wants more marketing, yeah. less of you telling you what you had for dinner. Market to me. I can never find the stuff I want until I open up Instagram, damn it. Nathan Peterman is a quarterback, believe it or not, and he will be the starting quarterback for the Chicago Bears this week against the Minnesota Vikings. The Bears sitting down Justin Fields for the last game of the year. Hugh Jackman's having some fun. They're poking fun again at Ryan Reynolds. Uh, he recorded a video and posted to his social media yesterday uh, begging the Academy of Motion Picture Sciences to not nominate Ryan Reynolds for an Oscar for Best Song because, of course, he and Will Ferrell did a musical called Spirited. And to have, you know, his nemesis, as he calls him, uh, up for a Best Song category in the Oscars would make his life insufferable. So Especially when they're filming Wolverine. <laughs> Yes. and Deadpool movie. He said it would be impossible, it would be a problem, please do not nominate him for an Oscar. And so I don't know if that's going to work. Obviously, it's all in good fun, but uh, the rift between Ryan Reynolds and Hugh Jackman online continues. It's and they so have great. Fun it. it's did so you great. watch Spirited? You said you were going to. Yeah, man, it was great. Uh, it no, was? I, I didn't watch it. You didn't watch <laughs> it? What happened? I thought you got it specifically just, to watch it. I know, it. and then here's the thing, is like... Um, I couldn't remember my uh, Apple login, and <laughs> like that's a problem because you got to go through seventy-five different things to get to that. And I'm like, yeah, <laughs> oh well. Uh, I guess it's the thought. What did you watch instead? 
Who knows? Probably some procedural, right? I've, I've been watching a lot of Scooby-Doo. Yeah, so. makes sense. Morning After with Nick and Big J. Uh, there's your important stuff. The original the pr- procedural. Nick and Big J. Oh, man. And coming here in just a couple weeks, Tuesday, January 17th, to the Revolution Concert House and Event Center. Anthrax, Black Label Society, and freaking Exodus. So it's going to be a huge metal show, baby. We're going to get you there for free. You just got to beat me, Pop Culture Smackdown. All right. You want tickets to go see Anthrax, Black Label Society, and more? Now would be the time to get on the phone. 208-287-1003. That is our phone number. You are going to, of course, have to be on the phone when Big J falls to one knee and gives up and says, I cannot go on. I've got a question wrong. So whoever's on the line when that happens is the victor. Let's go. Could to the be phone the first question. And get a contestant. We will see. Hello, the X. What's going on? Good man. What's up? What's your name? Dustin. Dustin, you're up first. Uh, the eagle is our national bird, Dustin. But what other bird did Benjamin Franklin suggest instead? Did he want it to be the crow, the buzzard, or the turkey? Oh, didn't he want it to be the turkey? Yes, he did. He did All want right. it to be the turkey. That is correct. Big J, what bird is a mascot in both pro baseball and pro football teams? The Cardinal. The Cardinal is absolutely correct. Right. St. Louis Cardinals and the Arizona Cardinals both have the Cardinal as the mascot. Uh, Dustin, what mega company has Taylor Swift been involved in with a huge controversy this year and Pearl Jam tried to take the task in the early 90s when it comes to concert tickets? A horrible Ticketmaster. Ticketmaster is correct. Big J, what cartoon bird often tussles with Bugs Bunny in the Looney Tune cartoons? Um, the cartoon bird. Yeah. Yeah. The Roadrunner. The Roadrunner, no. Roadrunner and Bugs Bunny are never together in a cartoon. Roadrunner tussles with Wile E. Coyote. I think you know that. Okay. Uh, But there are lots of birds in the Looney Tune universe. There's Tweety Bird, there's Foghorn Leghorn, but there's one that really gets into beefs with Bugs Bunny. No idea? It's not ringing a bell. Daffy Duck doesn't ring a bell? No, Daffy Duck. Oh, yeah. Okay. Daffy Duck and Bugs Bunny do not get along. Hunting season, if you remember that cartoon. Congratulations, man. That means you win. Anthrax, Black Label Society, and Exodus tickets are yours. Hang on one second. We'll get some information from you and make sure you're all set and good to go there. There's your pop culture smackdown. We will do a run of headlines. They're happening next on the X-Rock. Headlines are as follows. One extra step. Food fight or you lonely, bro? You lonely, bro? It's been said if you want a friend in Washington, D.C., you should get a dog. The findings of a new study conducted by the Chamber of Commerce appear to support that data because the nation's capital, Big J, the loneliest city in the country, dude. Oh, Researchers looked at 170 cities, the population of at least 150,000 people, and analyzed the number of single-person households. Washington, D.C., number one, 48% of the people that live in Washington, D.C. are in single-person households. They're occupied by just one person. Second on the list, St. Louis, followed by Alexandria, Virginia, Richmond, Virginia, and Cincinnati. The least lonely city on the list? Fontana, California, Big J. Everybody gets married and moves to Fontana, apparently. But Virginia is supposed to be for lovers, apparently for single people as well. Two cities in the top five. Plus, Washington, D.C. doesn't mean they're not getting it on. No, that's true. That's very true. They could be living in Sin Big J for all we know. One extra step or food fight? Food fight! You have told me before, I think you said you're a fan of Uncrustables, is that right? Yeah. Uh, the parent company, do you know who it is, by the way? 
Um, oh, man. Who makes Uncrustables? Very popular jelly maker. Yeah, I'm, oh. I'll put you out of your misery. Smuckers. Smuckers, yeah. Thank uh, you. It is loved by kids, appreciated by parents, and apparently a big fan of Big J's work, but... Uh, it has been the big kahuna of crustless sandwiches for many years, but there's an up-and-coming company called Gallant Tiger that's looking to cut into the crustless business with a little bit more artisanal varieties of pocket sandwiches, like, you know, apple jelly and almond get, butter. Let me guess, Smucker's sued them? And uh, chai spice pear butter. But Smuckers, they're not happy. As a matter of fact, they've sent a cease and desist letter to Gallant Tiger saying, listen, we have no others, no issues with anybody else in the prepackaging sandwich market. But the problem they have is Gallant Tiger has used the identical round cutlass design and the same kind of look that Smuckers has that they yeah. say is proprietary. And it's that's what they're basically calling them out for. Do you feel like the circle uncrustable sandwich should be trademarked, BJ? Yeah, no. I mean, but I mean, what you could have made them square though as well. Uh, it's true. But a lawyer for uh, Gallant Tiger said that the patent on the round cutlass, cutlass, crustless sandwich by Smuckers has expired. So they can threaten all they want, but in a legal standpoint, they like to do it. And the reason why they did it is because that's what people are used to their uncrustable sandwich looking like, and they wanted to make people as comfortable as possible. So, sometimes that's the key. Any interest, Big J, in a peanut butter and chai spiced pear? Uh, no, some of the some of the um, the choices there look pretty good. You like, like almond butter? The bourbon butter? grape one looks really good. Yeah, they, they mix it up a little bit. Is it all mostly peanut butter and jelly in a different way, though? Or are there other kind of like meats and stuff inside of it? Well, Smucker's has a bunch of different versions. Yeah, I've only ever seen the peanut butter and jelly. Well, they, they have a, like a taco version. Like, who wants that? Ugh. Uh, There's some weird stuff. Like a taco some, sandwich? Yes, they have some weird selections. Well, uh, you're just sticking to the peanut butter and jelly is what you're telling me, huh? Yeah. We'll wrap it up with one extra step. About a year ago, Billie Eilish, you know who that is, Big J? Well, of course I do, yeah. Uh, she basically said that she, in a bunch of interviews, she got addicted to pornography at the age of 11, Big J, and she said that it really Damn. destroyed her brain. So a Republican uh, state senator from Louisiana heard those interviews and didn't want the children in Louisiana to turn out like Billie Eilish, Big J. So she decided to introduce a a bill last year that got passed and went into effect Sunday in Louisiana that basically requires any commercial porn site that you go to to get official age verification from users there. So in order for you to access porn in Louisiana, Big J, you got to enter in your either your driver's license number or give them information for a utility bill to your house Damn. so that you can access the pornography for your use. Uh, and it can include other government-issued documents like uh, mortgage payments or education or employment documents. Here's my mortgage payment. Now show me the stuff. Show me the porn. So now if you're in Louisiana, it does. Go- it will take you an extra step if you want to get to that online it pornography. It reasonable to me. Uh, that you enter in your information. To keep, try to keep it safe from the kids that way, if that could actually work. I can understand why you certainly wouldn't want an 11-year-old jumping on uh, some of the uh, websites that are out there, for sure. I just wonder if uh, people will go through that extra step. You know, we've talked not too long ago about people freaking out about some of their information online. Would you be weirded out if you had to jump on a porn site and then put in your, your driver's license number, Big J? That'd be pretty weird. Uh, yeah, you'd have to go back to the old school way. I'm just thinking about things. Morning after with Nick and Big J. There's your headlines. You're up to date on everything. 
It's Toadies at his possum kingdom here on the morning after with Nick and Big J. We always are on the cutting edge of technology around these parts. And so whenever there's something new and interesting that we can introduce you to the world, that's what we have Big J for. What did you try last night that you want to talk about? Yeah, Big J? so, um, I, you know, I have in the past had some some pretty serious sinus issues. And, of course, uh, a couple of weeks ago I had a really bad sinus infection. And, mm-hmm. um in fact, a, a few years back, I had some surgery to remove a polyp, and uh, so uh, my my sister uh, and her husband have been using this product uh, for a while, and it, it cleans out your, your sinus cavity, Nick. And this isn't an ad or anything, but it's called Navage, and basically, like it's this little machine, okay? Yeah. And you fill it with water, yeah, and it's got a salt solution, saline solution, that you do it, and you and you, it's got these uh, like ports that go into your nostrils. Uh huh. And it shoots the saline solution through your nostrils up in your sinus cavity and out again to clean it out. It's like a powerful thing that makes it come out the other nostril, yes. right? Yes. And it's gross and disgusting, isn't it? Uh, you know, I did it last night and I was like, there was it was not gross as disgusting as I thought it would be. It's awkward and it's weird. Uh, and I... I, uh, I Guess I, I didn't let it go enough, and when I took out the nostrils, I got water pouring out of my nose and my mouth. Oh God, man! Yeah, like uh, like uh, I don't know, like uh, done a, a cannonball and got upside down. What did it feel like? Did it feel like you were drowning? No, no, okay. it didn't feel like that at all. Worries like me. Yeah, me too. Because I was like, I don't like that. I don't like getting water up my nose. Uh-huh. Like I, I'll plug my nose when I go into a pool or something. <laughs> jump yeah. in. I just don't like it, and uh, it wasn't as bad as I thought it was. So, how so. long did you have it turned on for? If you didn't do it right. No, I mean it was it was just a little short. About thirty seconds, forty seconds is all it takes. Uh, did you do both nostrils? No. Okay. So no. <laughs> You you did it once and then you're you like you I have am to finished. Do both. Oh, I mean, you, you don't, don't have don't to. Really have I to. thought you were supposed to, but that's I, not how that well, works. You read the directions and stuff, I guess. Well, no, I didn't. I'm asking. That's why I'm asking. No, it doesn't say you need to do that at all. So you it's supposed to want, like but... do like in one fatal swoop yeah. the whole yeah the nice thing. nice little saline wash. Could you tell the difference? Um, I don't know. We'll see. I mean, I felt a little clearer. Yeah, for well, sure. Well, one think that would be an immediate impact, right? Yeah, I was expecting to see like all kinds of gross goo and stuff at yeah. the, in that thing, but no, it, it wasn't. Well, the maybe case you at just all. weren't that stuffed up. That also yeah. could be part of it. But the question is, will you use it again? Yeah, I mean, why not? If it keeps uh, things clean and if it keeps me from having those problems, because listen, I, 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 I it was, it was miserable. I was miserable with that sinus sinitis that I had a few weeks ago, and uh, I don't like that. I don't want that anymore for me. So how lo- how often are you supposed to do it? It says that you daily, but oh. I'm like, man, I, I might do it like once a week. All right. It's enough. So I'll check in next Thursday. We'll see how yeah. the nose is, is shaping up. But this also seems like some. I'm glad it doesn't. It's not an unpleasurable experience. Yeah, it wasn't cheap either. The sister, my sister bought it for me. What a great Christmas present. Thanks, sister. Do you like go Sid. and check out how much people spent on you on Christmas? Is that what No, happened? she told me how oh. much it was. I mean, it was a very open nice. conversation. Very nice. Well, no, I do not do that. I do, don't look up how much the present was. I'm glad it worked. That's the important part, and hopefully it will continue to work. Uh, it's called, once again... Navage. Navage. Uh, for some reason, Flonase was in my head. Yeah, there's a bunch of different... There, there's probably several different kind of products out there that do the same thing. But Morning After with Nick and Big J. Coming up in a few minutes, we'll give you a chance to win something with Bad Impressions. They're next on the X-Rocks. <laughs> Big J. And Bad Impressions brought to you by the Idaho Center pre-owned Superstore Treasure Valley Subaru. 
and we've got tickets for you. Uh, Fit for a King coming to the Knitting Factory on the 21st of February. Uh, some metal for you. We'll get you set up with those tickets if you can figure out bad impressions, and I think it will take uh, maybe two clues. All right. The gauntlet has been thrown down. Let's see if you can cross the finish line before Big J thinks you can. 208-287-1003. If you'd like to play a little game called Bad Impressions, which works like this. Big J has three clues. They all revolve around somebody or something pretty famous. If you can figure out who that famous person is in those three clues or less, you've got a concert you're going to next month on us. Hello, The X. Hello. Good morning, man. What's your name? Brandon. All right, Brandon, you're up. Good luck. Uh, fictional character here, Brandon, okay? Okay. I have a license. A license to kill. Mm, next. I like a good martini. Shaken, not stirred. Uh, James Bond. There you go. Hey! Would have also accepted Bond and James Bond. Good job there, Brandon. Hang on one second. We'll get all that information for you for that concert coming up uh, next month with Fit for a King at the Knitting Factory. What was clue three for fun? Uh, Sean Connery, George Lazenby, Roger Moore, Timothy Dalton, Pierce Brosnan, and Daniel Craig have all played me in the movies. And maybe Aaron Taylor Johnson? And I imagine that's why James Bond is in the Question news. Question mark? Yeah. Uh, rumors uh, started to uh, pile on here uh, a couple days ago that uh, actor Aaron Taylor Johnson had met with the producers, uh, Barbara Broccoli. Uh, and, uh, you know, they, they haven't said for sure, but, you know, it seemed that he, he actually auditioned. So uh, that's not a bad choice. I got no problems with that. He's a pretty damn good actor. Uh, he was just recently in Bullet Train. Mm-hmm. Um, he was uh, he was great in the uh, Kick-Ass movies. He's Kick-Ass, yep. And he was, of course, Quicksilver in the Avengers movies yeah. uh, before uh, his untimely end. But uh, I like this move as well. He's young enough to pull it off. It's young enough to, to plant the franchise around. I think he could certainly play the action star. Bullet Train proved that. Yeah. Uh, without a doubt in my mind that he could pull it off. I think he's charismatic. I think he's... Maybe clean up a little bit. Uh, what do you mean? He looked like a slime bag in Bullet Train. What do you mean? He was very well dressed. He and had the He was well dressed, but you know, the hair and the mustache just didn't look great. Oh, I see. Uh, you want Well, I mean, J- James Bond has always been prim and proper, so yeah. I am sure he will pull that off in order to play the role. So, so as a James Bond fan, I wouldn't have a, a terrible problem with uh, with that. You also aren't, didn't really have like a guy you were rooting for, right? No, because I think the time had passed for the guy I would really want to play James Bond, Henry Cavill. Henry Cavill, yeah. Uh, but yes, no. So we'll see how it all works out. Aaron Taylor Johnson could be the next Bond, James Bond, though. Morning after with Nick and Big J, we'll wrap up the show here next on the X Rocks. <laughs> That is Five Finger Death Punch. Welcome to the circus, bro. That's the name of the song here on The Morning After with Nick and Big J, and that's going to wrap it up for us. Thanks for hanging out with us. We got a chance to talk about Big J's modest lottery winnings. We also had a chance to talk about why you should not be climbing power lines in any way, shape, or form in the year 2023. Just not a good idea unless you want to end up very, very burnt and very electrocuted. That's not recommended to you. We also had a chance to talk about the new James Bond and even give away some anthrax tickets. That will continue tomorrow. That leaves you with the floor, Big J. Yeah, happy birthday to Robert Duvall. 92 years old, man. Happy birthday, Bobby Duvall. How does it feel? I don't know. I'm not 92. Uh, we'll get there eventually, man. But love his work, man. He was fantastic. Uh, what was the last Robert Duvall movie you watched? Um, you mean the last one he was in that I've watched yeah. or the movie that I've seen that he was in? What? The, How about the, the last movie you watched that he was in? Well, for uh, Christmases. Okay. 
That's Hilarious. not bad. He's fantastic in that. He plays the the dad of Vince Vaughn or of uh, John Favreau? Yeah, Vince Vaughn. Okay, wonderful. And and John Favreau. They're, fa- brothers. they're brothers? Yeah. Got it. Uh, and uh, I watched The Judge recently. You ever see that one with Robert Downey Jr.? No, no. How is He's it? It's really good. He's really good in it. And it's a very good movie. Morning After with Nick and Big J. Reminder that if you're looking for a newer used vehicle, check out the Auto Loan pre-approval button at GoTeamMazda.com. It's Team Mazda's iPreCheck button. It's big and blue, and you can't miss it. It's at GoTeamMazda.com. That's it for us. Jason Drew's up next. You guys have a good one. It's the X Rocks. The Morning After podcast brought to you by Idaho Advocates. You didn't deserve to be in an accident, but you do deserve an advocate. Make sure you hit them up on their website, IdahoAdvocates.com.